0: Hump day! I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. I hope things are going in your favor and that all the plans that you had for this week are going well. And if they're not, this is your halfway mark. Get it together, guys. <laughs> let's let's get it done. Um, my week since we last spoke has been really positive, really happy. I've spent a lot of time with my friends and my family, which is like that's my happy place the people who I'm around who I can be my full self with that's my happy place and this week I I sent my friend AJ a picture or something no actually I posted a video of myself on snapchat taking candy from a pinata at a one-year-old's birthday party because that's what I do and she messaged me and she's like you're so annoying and the first reply that came to my head was I know but I'm happy and that's like I think getting to a place where you are yourself in your full abundance and you're unapologetic about it is a really liberating place like me and the people who I spend my time with endearment for us comes in the form of insult so if I'm in a group chat with my cousins and they say something annoying I could be like you're so ugly or <laughs> they could say you're so embarrassing so for someone to say that it's like That's my love language. Like that means I've been myself in such a way that it's undeniable and it's, it's just really freeing and gratifying to be able to be in a place where you are yourself and you're not hiding that because I know a lot of times and especially as black individuals, we feel like we have to police ourselves or act a certain way in certain scenarios and that we have to tuck away certain parts of our personality. So that's what makes it that much more special when you can find yourself a tribe of people who you don't have to tuck away any part of yourself. You can be wild, crazy, silly, serious, whatever you want to be. And they accept you for who you are because they love who you are. But yeah, that's enough of the mushy stuff. I hope you guys had a chance this week to work on the words to live by, which were there is nothing wrong with being specific. And... What I feel about this is pretty much what I said last week that it's it's great to know what you want and it's important to know what you want and I have three takeaways and the first one is that having a specific vision will make it easier to discern what doesn't look like it which is really important, you know, because in life we're on journeys, there's ups and downs, that's undeniable but knowing exactly what you want will in turn help you avoid a lot of trial and error that wouldn't that only happens because you're stumbling blind. Like, yes, trial and error will happen. Yes, issues will come along. But the more you know what you want for yourself, the more you'll be able to maneuver around and avoid things that don't look like whatever it is that you want for yourself. The second thing is that being specific doesn't mean you won't have the wisdom to know when something outside of your specificity is worth your attention and that is just the fact because I think when you're very specific especially when you're talking and interacting with people who maybe don't share the same views on what you're very specific about they think that it's very closed-minded but being closed-minded is a completely different thing because knowing what you want doesn't mean that If something else comes along that kind of looks like it or that that can be adapted that you won't give that thing a chance or you won't pivot in whatever way necessary, which leads into the third point that there's a difference between specificity and rigidity. And being rigid is pretty much what when you're specific and people don't understand it, they think you're rigid and being rigid is I'm stuck in my ways. I'm never going to change. I like what I like too bad. Mind your business. But being specific is I know what I want for myself and I'm going for that thing. But in the event that something that I didn't consider comes along and is worth considering, I'll pay it whatever attention I deem appropriate and I'll go from there. So yeah, guys, like be specific, know what you want. Like this life is full of way too many people trying to convince you of way too much and it becomes information overload with the amount of information and the amount of boxes of voices yelling at us constantly telling us to buy this do this do it like this don't do it like this when you don't have a solid foundation to stand on or you don't know exactly what it is you want for yourself it becomes very very easy to be pulled in so many directions and that just causes confusion and wastes so much time that you wouldn't have wasted if you just knew what you wanted and went from there So yeah, I'm just going to get right into our talk for this week and this week I'm going to be talking about levels and this is not what I want to talk about this week but I tell you guys that almost every week (laughs) because I have a plan but then life happens and brings about something that I feel more passionate about for this week and I'd rather just talk to you guys about something that's organic and that's not pre-written, especially when I have more information because I'm living it or somebody around me is living it. So with levels, lately I've been having this pressing feeling that a lot more is required of me. And it's weird because as I told you, I left my job, I've been pushing and doing my own thing and it's been working out really well for me. But I, I'd say maybe for about Yeah, since probably the beginning of September, I've felt that I need to level up, that I'm entering into a new season and that the things I've been doing while they're good and while they've been reaping the results that I've expected and wanted and anticipated, they are not going to be enough anymore. And the thing is that my goals haven't changed. So it's not even that I decided to add a new goal or anything my goals have remained the same but I feel that the work that I need to do is different and that the level that I'm entering into has also evolved in whatever way shape or form I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I need to do to enter into this level or to feel that I'm working at that place but this feeling and the the push to do more has been undeniable And what I found is that our lives are filled with seasons and with each season comes a different level of that's required of us. And when I say leveled level of, this talk is going to be pretty much about the level of blank (laughs) that can change as you enter into new seasons. And This could be in any way, shape, or form. It can be from entering into a relationship and having the relationship progress to work, to anything, you know? Like, because everything does have a season. There are ups, there are downs, there are blocks, there are stops and everything, right? And understanding the season that you're in will make it much easier for you to figure out the level of each thing that is required of you. And what I found is that the level of whatever... The thing is that you have to deal with when you're progressing, the level of usually scales up. So, as I talk, you'll be able to understand more because I don't even know if I'm saying this in the best way possible for you guys. But the level up, I'm the level of is usually up. Although it can fluctuate up and down. So I'm gonna give you guys a few points. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different levels of that you may find you need to adjust and change based on the season that you're in. And I hope that you guys really take this to heart because when I was coming up with the levels of, I came up with very generic ones, but then I also looked into myself and how I've been feeling and try to pull from that what levels that I may need to change myself. So the first level of that you you might need to adjust is the level of your consistency. So there are times and seasons where you can have occasional consistency with many results, but there, there will come a time where your consist, consistency level needs to increase because of the fact that more is required of you so there might be that like for example let's take it to since we're talking seasons let's talk harvest so when you plant a seed for example in the beginning you might need to consistently water the plant or maybe since it's so small you might need to just water it once every three days But when that plant grows lots of roots and starts to harvest, and there's a huge harvest, the consistency with which you need to water that plant to ensure that it continues to grow at the level that it is increases. And one thing that I also find with consistency is that it's one of those things that's kind of a baseline indicator of people's success. Like in the beginning, whether you have acknowledgement or not, or whether... The relationship is fresh or not or if you know it's going to lead anywhere it's always refreshing in all cases to know that something or somebody is consistent you know like with my podcast now every Wednesday you guys know around 4 30 you'll get a notification that I have another episode out I try my best to be consistent because even if there's not the success that I want per se, or if things aren't going the way that you want, the one thing you can account for is the fact that you are constantly putting in the work that is required of you. The second level is your level of organization. So with growth comes more moving parts. And there are times where you can be disorganized in a business for, for example, where you don't really reply your emails all the time, or maybe you just leave all your emails in your inbox because you get like one or two a day. But then there comes a point where you're getting 200 emails a day and having all of your emails in your inbox, in your main inbox and not segmented into folders makes it extremely difficult to function and work because of the sheer magnitude of the amount of, emails that are coming in and that's why it's important to realize when you need to up your level of organization and if you can start off organized because whatever habits you create in the beginning it's easier to scale them more so than it is to try and develop a habit when you find a need for it because at that point you might just already be so overwhelmed with the amount of information that's coming in that to create a system that will best organize and handle all of that information may be difficult so as you go up and down your need to organize will constantly go up because the more moving parts that happen the more that's going on the more you'll need to keep everything organized and this works with relationships as well like if your relationship leads to marriage and then you have children and you have your family or whatever it is You're going to need to be organized because you're not just operating for yourself. There's many moving parts as well, like children, husbands, schedules, whatever else, bills. Yes, bills, guys. Your level of organization with your bills will affect your credit. So so make sure you stay organized with that as well. So the third level is the level of risk slash innovation. And this is one of the levels that I found kind of fluctuates from low to high low to high but generally it's still on an upward slope so initially let's say you're creating a business or you're starting something new your level of risk and innovation will be quite high because you're entering into something you've never been in before or you're introducing people to something that they've never experienced in the way that you're presenting it to them before so at that point you're going to have to take a lot of risks or create something really new. Whereas when you've implemented whatever product or whatever service it is that you've implemented, there comes a point where your level of risk and innovation is low because the work that you put in initially is kind of just feeding off of itself. So right now you're in the maintenance phase. But then there comes a point where risk and innovation will be high again because You don't want to be Facebook. I'm sorry. You don't want to be BlackBerry, not Facebook, because BlackBerry was at the top of the game. Like I'm telling you guys, 10 years ago, anyone who had an iPhone was looked down upon because the BlackBerry was everything. But what happened? They were at the top, the peak of their industry, and they felt that, well, it's not broke, so don't fix it. And little by little, the other people who kept creating crept up behind them and overtook them like right now blackberry or rim is barely a company you know and to go from the king of an industry to enter into that the reason is because they didn't understand amongst other things i'm not a businesswoman to that level or an economist but there's more to it but one of the things is that they had a product that they thought was so good that nothing would ever come close to it that they stopped taking risks and innovating in a way that would keep them competitive so this is why I say yes there comes a point where you're in that coasting stage where things are good you're making money people like what you're doing but as you're in that coasting stage you need to remember that some people are in their building stage and they're coming for your heels they're coming for your neck so you need to not get too comfortable in that place and remember that the same way you had that initial risk, you now have to have a new risk and new innovation to level yourself up to ensure that you remain competitive in whatever field you're in. The next level is your level of faith and prayer. And this is for my God believing people. For me now, I take this extremely seriously. Like, When I look at what has happened this year and the accomplishments that I have made and the strides that I've made in this short period of time, I'm never going to sit here and with all the talk that I talk to you guys every Wednesday and everything I say in regards to business, I'm never going to sit here and say that it was solely based on my supernatural ability to be great on my own. It took a lot of prayer and a lot of faith in what I was doing because many times I was walking blind. I took risks that I couldn't project what my next month would look like. I couldn't project what the next week would look like, but I prayed about it and I had faith in the God that I served. And through that, I took the risks that I did and it led to where I am today. And for me, yes, you have, yes to people who don't believe in God or anything like that. There are people who can be very successful. I'm not going to sit here and debate that because you can Google people who are atheist or whatever it is that are successful in life. But as for me, it brings about a level of calm and peace that allows me to step into certain places. And it brings me favor as well that I wouldn't have otherwise. Like at the end of the year, I'll try my best to do an episode where I break down this whole year for you and how I how things fell into my lap when I wasn't even paying attention and that is because I had faith in the God I serve and I prayed ferociously to get the favor to be able to enter into the things that I've entered into and not only just enter into them because it's one thing to to enter into a room it's another thing to have a seat at the table and it's another thing to have something to offer when you have a seat at the table you know there's levels to this and I can confidently say that I'm doing quite well and I'm really happy about this and that is a testament to my faith and the amount of prayer that I've been doing over this past year the next level is the the level of confidence so initially when you're starting something you may not tell a lot of people about it you know it might just be yourself or your closest companions or the people who you know will really really be in your corner but as you grow you're gonna face opposition on all levels like and this opposition will be valid and some of it will be not valid And this opposition is not just in the form of people hating on you or people not supporting you or people talking behind your back. This opposition will literally be people going out of their way to ensure that you don't enter into rooms that will want you. People going out of their way to talk bad about you, to block you from doing whatever it is you want to do. And... As I said, this could be valid or not. Like Some people might just see you and the fact that you're doing well and it might just anger the the demons in them and and bring them to the forefront and make them just become hell-bent to block you from whatever it is you want to do. And that is why you need to have a certain level of confidence. And as you continue to grow and progress, you have to have that confidence because the more you grow the more your opposition grows and this also leads into prayer because the more you grow the more the people who are coming against you grow and when you have confidence it will, it allows you to continue irrespective of the difficulty you might face and it gives you the the self-awareness to not be easily shaken by the things and the people that are going to come for you because they see you growing and they're not here for it, you know? So yeah, your level of confidence is very, very important. And you need to ensure that as you continue to grow, that continues to grow because the moment that your confidence kind of wavers, there are people there waiting for you to slip up. And this is just a fact of life. Like I'm not sitting here to discourage you. Haters are just, haters are haters and they're just, they just come with the territory. And This is every territory. You'll be in a job that pays minimum wage, minding your own business. And there'll be somebody who, like, (laughs) you'll be like, who sent you? Like, you'll literally have to ask them, who sent you for me? Because they're just there to make things difficult. But that's why you need to be confident in who you are and in what you're doing so that you can be prepared at all moments and you will not give in. The next level is your level of push. And this is pretty much how bad do you want it? And how are you going to prove it? With me, I think that this is currently where I am. Like, I've been, I told you guys, I set an alarm, I wake up early, I do all of that stuff, I prepare for my day, but I'm starting to feel really relaxed. Like, I'm getting into a groove where. I can half pay attention and get my work done and half be watching America's Got Talent or Big Brother or whatever else is on TV with one eye and have my other eye on my laptop. And for some people, this is great and fine. But for me, this is a slippery slope and I'm catching myself before I fall down it. <laughs> and it's it's that point where I need to get back to I will bring back to my remembrance exactly what I'm doing and get back into that headspace because I can be super disciplined and I can also be super slack but I've noticed that once I get super slack even if I am still producing that level of production is peanuts compared to what I can produce when I'm like fully focused and head in so your level of push is one of those things that you adjust like When it gets to December and Christmas time, my level of push, I'm not lying to you guys and I'm not going to lie to myself, is really going to be pulled back. Long weekends, it's pulled back. Um, Thanksgiving, same thing, (laughs) it's going to be pulled back. But on a regular Monday in September, there's absolutely no reason why I should be slacking or I shouldn't be giving my all. And realizing this is important because one thing that I've learned and that I've noticed is that not leveling up does not mean that you won't reach your goals. Like, I think that's important for me to note, but what it does do is delay the, delay the time in which you'll accomplish your goals. And for most of us, at the end of the rainbow of our goals is financial stability or success or peace of mind. And it's, it's stupid. Like, I don't know how else to put it. It's stupid to purposely delay yourself from the gratification that you yourself have quantified in your life which is what you do when you don't level up you know like I don't know how else to put it and I think I'm talking to myself right now but y'all can listen we're all here (laughs) but like it's stupid to to know what you want for yourself and be your own barricade against accomplishing the things you want for yourself quickly like if I could be a New York Times bestseller by the end of this month, why would I sit here and delay editing my book? Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? But lots of times we are the ones that are in our own way. And that's why you guys should listen to my talk that's on my Instagram called Excuse Me Me. Let me just plug myself right now because that's exactly what it's talking about. And your level of push is one of those ways that you don't, that if you don't continue to level it up, you'll you'll see results at the level that you were in your last season not realizing that you're entitled to so much more because you're not in that place anymore like let's say you're making a thousand dollars a month and it's chill the money's coming in every single month and you continue to do that and Because of the fact that the money hasn't diminished to $500 a month, you don't even realize the fact that you have the potential at this point with your experience and your talent to be making $2,000 a month. You get comfortable. So that's why you need to constantly see how much effort you're putting in. If it's getting easy to do what you do in such a way where you can basically divide your attention and still get it done, it's time for you to reassess what you're doing and operate in a different level and this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to put more unnecessary work on yourself it might be time for innovation it might be time to take that divided time and put it into another venture another business another opportunity that you'd love to be in because clearly you have you now have the space to add another thing to your plate without you being overwhelmed and the last level is the level of trust and for me this is also one of the levels that i think in as opposed to the level of push where it's pushing yourself this is like the level of chill so this is the level of the chill season where you know where you know that you've done what you should do and you should have peace so what this is is It goes against the business mindset that I find that our society really has where it's wake up, have four hours of sleep, hustle, hustle, hustle. There are times where you don't need to hustle. There are times where you've done everything you can and now it's time for you to sit back and trust that the work you've done will reap the results that it's meant to. It's pretty much trust that the seed that you've placed and the seed that you've fertilized will reap the harvest that it's meant to. And for, I find that a lot of people have issue with being able to sit back. Like even I'm that type of person that I kind of always want to have my fingers in everything. Like sitting around waiting, like I'm not good at it. I'm not patient. I'm very nosy. I don't like things happening around me that I can't control. So there comes a point where you have to learn to, to have peace and be chilled because constantly rushing or constantly operating in this busy flustered state is not even productive in itself like I know all of you guys know those people that you see at the grocery store who when they go to get their um card out of their wallet they're kind of fumbling all over everything you're like chill like there's no rush like you're good (laughs) your money's there just take it easy and that is an important level to understand when you're when you're there and how to operate in it because a lot of people cannot operate in the waiting game and sometimes all you need to do is wait. Sometimes talking more or doing more is just a waste of your energy that doesn't reap any rewards and not only does it not reap any rewards it actually puts you at a deficit, deficit because you're overexerting yourself for no reason or you're taking time that can be put into something new to continue to fiddle with and adjust something that is completely fine so those are the levels I'm just going to give you a quick recap of all seven of them yes seven (laughs) the first is your level of consistency second level of organization third level of risk slash innovation is that yes fourth (laughs) level of prayer fifth level of confidence sixth level of push and seventh your level of trust what it takes to understand your levels is being very sensitive to yourself being honest with yourself and being harsh with yourself knowing when you need to do something even if you're reluctant to do it but being being self-aware enough to understand that the way i'm feeling and the way i'm operating isn't how i should like for me the reason why I know is because when I'm operating like a well-oiled machine, I feel it. Like and I I know what I can accomplish in a day when I'm operating like a well-oiled machine. Like when I'm operating at my peak, I literally wake up early, get everything I need to get done for the first half of the day. I take an hour nap and I finish everything else in the second half of the day. Like I'm not saying that I work work work. Like I literally have space to take a nap because that's important to me rest is one of my <laughs> rest is one of my self-care things well naps are in general so i know when i'm operating in that place because i actually have time to rest and sleep and still accomplish my goals whereas there are some days where i don't accomplish all my goals and i don't sleep and i'm exhausted but somehow i was able to watch three episodes of a netflix show Yeah, so I hope you guys figure out your levels and adjust them accordingly to ensure that you're doing exactly what is required of you to get to where you need to be and to keep yourself in harmony with the goals that you have set for yourself. So I'm just gonna go right into the words to live by for this week and they are, if you're going to take the bait, Consider the hook. And this I heard, I was reading a book, and this was one of the tips in the book, and I found it so interesting, and something that I thought that I would share with you guys because a lot of times things just seem flashy, things seem quick, thing things seem comfortable. And when you're entering into any type of perspective or new endeavor, it's very important for you to also consider the risks involved. I'm not telling you guys to be fearful of risks because I'm a risk taker, as you guys all know. But one thing I do do is consider the risks that are involved because this analogy comes from a fish. Like They see that worm dangling in the water. They don't even have to search for it. And by the time they Clamp their fish lips onto the onto the worm they have also clamped onto the hook and what happens next their dinner and you don't want to be dinner guys you don't want to be attracted by something that seems so quick and easy that in doing so you end up messing yourself up and entering into something that's going to be painful uncomfortable a waste of time or dangerous just because of the initial a lore and this is exactly the same thing as what all that glitters isn't gold but i think it's more dangerous because when you grab the gold you get trapped <laughs> and i don't want you guys to get trapped so for this week i want you guys to just look at some things if there's anything in your life that you've been offered by somebody or something that you're contemplating doing in any aspect of your life i just want you guys to take a moment and look at the hook Look at what it entails. Look at what you're getting yourself into and if the hook is really wor- worth the bait that is going to attract you to do whatever it is and if it is if the hook is not dangerous go for it and if the hook is something you think you can handle and you're not going to end up being dinner go for it as well (laughs) so yes I really hope that helps thank you guys so much for listening follow me on Instagram starting I think the end of this week I'm going to start posting um snippets of my new book some poems and some explanations about where I was mentally or the reasons behind why I wrote them and I'd love you guys to listen to that send me any emails if you'd like to if you have any questions slide into my dms or send me an email have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday bye